you're listening to 60 Cycle Hum, the guitar buying, selling, trading, fixing, modding, breaking, reviewing, and playing sometimes podcast. Sometimes playing it's playing a guitar podcast. Yeah, welcome to episode 25. Big 25. You heard uh, our new theme song in there that, that Adam uh, composed for us yep. for our big 25 anniversary here. Apparently when you hit 25 on a, on a podcast, you get a new theme song. Sure. Yeah. I think it sounds neat. Yeah, no, I like it. It's got kind of the same similar vibe to our last one, kind of spooky, kind of uh kind of weird, but I like weird. Yeah, no. But, it definitely uh it's cool. It has a cool sound. Yeah, totally. Uh so what else is going on? Oh, what's what's new with <laughs> what you, Ryan? Heck? Oh, thanks for thanks for asking, Steve. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that was a thing. Oh uh, yeah, my I was starting to have a little bit of a stroke there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! I've got some name dropping to do. Yeah, let's, I, let's drop a name. Yeah, I, a, a friend of ours, Ben, uh, gave me a beer a while back for, at uh, the baby shower for my baby that's coming soon. Yeah. Uh, some in about a month, I'm going to have a baby around here, and it's going to be a much noisier podcast. Uh, <laughs> possibly he, but he he brought me a, a big old twenty two, uh, seven hundred fifty milliliter bottle. Yeah, that's uh, t- that's more than twenty two. Is it? It doesn't say. I think it's twenty five point nine. Who cares 20. how many ounces it is? It's the big old bottle of beer. We should do it. See if we did everything in metric, it would be simple. Sh- sure. <laughs> but then when, how how would we talk about scale lengths on Fender That's versus true. Gibson guitars? That's true. Let's see, twenty five. How many centimeters? Twenty five and a half versus. It's like what is it? Twenty four, sixty something centimeters, and it's it's like twenty four and a half for Gibson scale length, right? Yeah, twenty four and three quarters. Okay. So, anyways, I got this beer from Ben, who uh, Ben is, has his own podcast with some friends uh, based out and up in Orange County called ground sound podcast yeah and they you should give them a listen they basically uh they pick a theme every week is kind of what i've gotten listening to it and then they pick a bunch of songs that fit with that theme and kind of chat about them and play the songs it's really neat and they get into some you know some rarities and yeah I, and I w- songs you might not have heard i was actually talking to him about that and i guess that's a newer format for them they used to just kind of do uh a lot, a lot more of a focus on local music, and gotcha. I guess a, f- a few episodes they just started doing a series that were thematic podcasts. Uh, that's really cool. Yeah, it's neat. But anyways, he he got me this beer. It's Iron Fist Brewing Company, uh, double fisted or double fisted. Uh, Iron Fist is a local company down here, based out of Vista. Yep. And uh, I already drank this beer. I didn't drink it today. I drank it a few days ago, and it was sweet. It was I believe a- it. Good beer. It's a du- double Belgian. I, I drank it around like nine o'clock. I at guess night. it's just supposed to be a double. I drank it around nine o'clock at night, and uh, I I had an early bedtime. I'll say that <laughs> it's a it's a good put you to bed sort of beer. Right. So that's what's new with me. I can't yeah. think of anything. Let me see else. that bottle real quick. Yeah, here, I'll hand it over to you. <sighs> Let's see how fast I can read this. If you can find the words. Okay, eight point, eight point one, eight point one. That's not bad. No, it's not bad, but you know, it's a big bottle. Well, I guess when I brought that bottle of Saint Bernardus, so Saint Bernardus is a little, it's a, it's a bit more. Sure, but sure. we split that thing like three or four ways. Uh huh. So. Yeah. All right. Well, should we get uh, straight into some ads, or is there anything else we need to um, talk about? Or Chipotle sucks. 
<laughs> Steve hates Chipotle. Yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Uh, it's hard being in Southern California where, uh, like, we it's a we live in a border town, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, if you didn't know that San Diego was a border town, now you know. Um, Which border are we near? Mexico. Mexico. No yeah. kidding. Yeah. Actually, didn't we have this discussion like a, a couple episodes ago about how so. like, Chula Vista is not in Mexico? Right. But then relative to like the rest of the world, it's basically in Mexico. Right. Um, but uh, so there are so many good options for Mexico. Well, relative food here. to the rest of the solar system, we're kind of like inside the sun. Like. Well, that's true. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but uh, yeah, there's just so much good Mexican food here that like yeah. I, I don't understand how Chipotle survives. Well, they uh, offer a different style burrito. Like yeah. you don't, you don't, we don't. That's like a mission style burrito. Yeah. We don't have a lot of that around I, here. We I have will, a we have a Baja style burrito here. I will also say that my taste. I used to be able to eat more. Like I used to eat Chipotle fairly, fairly regularly. Sure. Not under the guise ever of this is a good burrito, but of it's kind of Chipotle to me is like McDonald's with hamburgers. I never eat a McDonald's hamburger or a Taco Bell taco and say this is a good hamburger yeah. or this is a good taco. I say I'm eating this thing and it's it's resonating with me at some level that I it probably shouldn't be resonating. Well, I think Chipotle the sum of its ingredients are going to be better than. The vast majority of fast food. Maybe, but I can eat like... They're a huge calorie bomb. I can eat like four McDonald's double McDoubles and be fine. But if I eat one Chipotle burrito, I I have a vomit reflex now. Really? I've gotten Gross, sick, dude. I've gotten sick twice from Chipotle. Wow. Like basically I've gotten... I've eaten Chipotle and then had like basically food poisoning symptoms at night. It's probably the lettuce. It's always you think the it's lettuce. the lettuce, the it's, sa- like salmonella poisoning. It's, whenever from the it's lettuce? food poisoning, it's always the lettuce. I thought it might be the cheese. No, but then like, yeah, I guess the last we had actually, my wife and I had Chipotle fairly recently, um, and uh, I survived it. <laughs> I actually didn't get sick, but I also didn't really enjoy it as much as I would have right. enjoyed a I mean, real burrito. My wife really likes Chipotle, but it's I would rather have a real Mexican food sort of thing going on than go to Chipotle the vast majority of the time. But it's like I don't dislike it. Like I eat the food and I enjoy it while I'm having it, but it is a huge calorie bomb. Those burritos are what, like 1,400 calories oh, or something Oh, they're like that? pretty crazy. Like I think if you do like everything on. Yeah. You but can it's because it's just all the rice and beans and everything else and all the meat and. Yeah, they're kind of nuts. Well, I think we've talked about Chipotle enough. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, What's the first ad? Let's hit some ads. Uh, you hit that ad first. Uh, sure. Uh, you you found this. This is in the north end of San Diego. It's a Tele Les Paul hybrid with hard shell case. Yeah. When I saw this picture come up on Craigslist, my first thought was, I don't remember making this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this looks cool. This is uh, this is a red. I'm assuming it's a slab style body Les Paul, uh-huh. based on the hardware. Um, but it's got a Telecaster neck on it, and uh, it says, "This is." I'm going to translate this into actual English. <laughs> this is a project that is almost but not quite done. And this description is described as to be as brief as possible. 
Okay. All right. Relic Vibe originally started with a Made in Japan 62 reissue Telecaster. Clusen tuners with split safety posts. I wanted a P90 and didn't want to route the 62 body, so I sold it and acquired the Les Paul style hybrid routed for the P90. Bought a Seymour Duncan Antiquity. At present, there's no bridge pickup. The body is uh, ultra light, 3.4 pounds, pine. No knots in the grain. Transparent finish. The pine wool relic, super easy with just normal play. Uh, the net, which that doesn't really have anything to do with the wood. It has to do with the finish. Yeah. But, um, the neck is factory fender made in Japan, 62 reissue rosewood, but it has the has initials DS carved into it near the heel. That way, when I got it, I don't I don't know if it's carved on like the back of the neck, I, or if it's carved onto the heel of the neck. I think it's carved in where, where the neck would connect into the the heel of the body. Right. So is it visible normally, or not when the guitar's together? Okay. Yeah. Um, the string ferrules are Callaham, the biggest ones. The hardware is uh, from the '84 '62 reissue and is relic naturally. Comes with hard shell case, but is is. But it's it's worn it's worn lens to the relic vibe. Also has pitguard template. I, I'm trying my best to translate this. <laughs> Is it just really choppy writing? It's it's yeah. It reads like spang like uh, spanglish or something. <coughs> huh. So what's left of me? The neck fits the pocket nice and snug, but the original holes are slightly off by an eighth of an inch, and to fit properly would need to be uh, filled and redrilled. Uh, also, the neck sits a tad high in the pocket, so one sixteenth of an inch or so needs to be sanded and fit in order to lower the action to right height. It also needs a new bridge pickup, or it needs a bridge pickup, then it's ready to go. Truthfully, hate to part with it, but that's how's the cookie is crumbling. Four hundred and eighty dollars <laughs> oh, firm man. cash to check it out up close and personal. Please email me or text. Uh, he wants four eighty for that. He wants four eighty. He says if uh, if he doesn't get what he wants for it, he's going to put it on eBay. So um, I mean, the guy basically took apart a like a couple like he took apart like two four hundred dollar guitars, yeah, and put a bunch of pieces together, and now wants four eighty for it when it's not even a functioning guitar yet. It doesn't have a bridge pickup. And what else was it missing? Was it missing? Uh, so it doesn't have a bridge pickup, and then the neck pocket would need to be right. uh, sanded It needs a lot down of work. Whatever. This guy's feeling pretty ambitious about this project that he's got. But I gotta say, I kind of dig the look. I kind of dig the Telecaster neck on a Les Paul body. Like it's kind of kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, it's a it's a cool look. I definitely dig the look. It's almost yeah. like kind of reminds me of your uh, your. Fender Flying V. Yeah, yeah. Idea. You know, that's why I said that earlier that I don't remember building this because that's like my MO is putting Fender necks on like different shaped bodies, especially yeah, Gibson the, shapes. The the P90 is a, I mean, it's a cool touch, but that's kind of typical Les Paul. The yeah. Telecaster hardware on the Les Paul is, is funky. Yeah, I mean, it's full It's got t- the switch plate on there. It's got the switch plate and it's, it's got, got the bridge. The, the bridge. Um, 480 bucks is like cost of parts ish i mean maybe it's a little lower these necks are these necks will fetch like 300 bucks i think uh somewhere up in that range um if it's from an 84 uh 
1984 Japanese 62 reissue, like those are solid, really yeah. great playing guitars. I mean, I'd rather have that whole guitar though. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I wonder what he did with uh, the rest of it. It seems like something where if this is really what you wanted, why didn't you just buy like a Warmoth Telecaster neck and then go to town? Or I don't know. Yeah, because you don't, you don't, really don't want to attack that neck with a sander to make it fit that pocket. Yeah. You want... Like, if I had that... Did he say where the body came from? No, he just says it's ultra light, 3.4 pounds pine. So whoever sells pine bodies... Right. You'd, you'd want to attack the body with the chisel or something like that to make it fit. Yeah, yeah. Or a router. 1 16th isn't that much. Uh, I mean, I, you might just go at it with sandpaper. I think I would bust out the router and get the right bit on with there. With the router, you can. I mean, you can bust you can out pretty quick. Set out exactly what you need. Yeah. So, um, but I'm never. I would never pay that kind of price for that. If I was going to do that project, I would be able to do that under three hundred bucks. I bet. Well, yes, I will because say- I would start with a. I would. Let's be honest. I would start with a Mexican. Yeah. Mech. Well, and that's the thing is <laughs> is is. The parts, the part, the quality of the parts is here that justifies 480. Right. I just don't see that many people that want to do parts guitars. I should we should check it up on with a price on eBay to see if he did eBay it and see if it went for anything. Because uh, I pulled this ad like two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah. So it might Maybe. be up there already. Um, but it's but then it's all going to be in. Like individual parts, so oh yeah, because he's parting it out. He says he's gonna part it out, so that might make it tricky. Yeah, um, I mean, but the the P ninety pickup that's a Seymour Duncan Antiquity, which I think all of that stuff is like one hundred and fifty bucks yeah. per pickup. Um, so like I said, the value the the value is there. I can see how this adds up to four eighty. I just I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Like if I'm gonna build something. I'm probably going to want more part selection or a little more control or I'm going to want to get like a really good deal. Yeah, yeah. on it. Well, I'd want if I was going to be interested in that guitar, I'd want it to be finished. I'd want right. I'd want the neck to be already set up right so the action is right. I'd want there to be a bridge pickup in there. I'd want it to be functioning and then I'd probably want to pay maximum $400 if I liked it, you know. Yeah. I feel like that's around the part where I would be interested. I'm not going to be interested close to 500 bucks on that thing just because it's so funky and who knows if you're ever going to resell it, you know, yeah. or be able to resell it. Yeah. Who knows? I, it's, it's, that's the only thing is though, that if some company, you know, some boutique company made one of those, someone would buy it and they'd pay $2,500. There's for probably it. some boutique company that already makes this. Yeah, Totally. Uh, and and yeah. it, would, it would be super relic. It'd yeah. be like a Nash guitar or something like that. You right, know? right. They probably look sick. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a really fun concept, and uh, he's almost there. He's one almost of the, there. One of the things I'd be tempted to do. So I'm looking at this, and and maybe it's the angle of the pictures. Um, I really hate where the bridge is on this. I realize it's like the right length. Right. But I feel like there's so much empty space on the body. That's true. That uh, I want something to be there. So maybe... It needs some something going you on. You know what this needs? What? Bigsby. It would look good with a Bigsby. You know what it needs? It's a B-bender. There... There's a little yeah, B-bender thing yeah, coming off the back. Yeah. A Les Paul B-bender? That uh, would be rad. 
Yeah, that would be cool. I mean, that's another uh, that's another two hundred bucks you got to pour into that thing. Well, though. even if you're gonna drop a Bigsby on it, that's another hundred and something dollars yeah. on for it. So, yeah. um, I mean, there's things there's things that would make this look. Really if cool. I made the, if I hey, made here's a simple okay. oh, but the if I the made that project, are, I would make it for three hundred bucks, and I would put one of those uh, guitar fetish. Tisco style trims on it. Okay, yeah, that's what I would do. Well, yeah, you could just uh, replace where the saddle location is with like a tom or something, and yeah, and go with that. Well, if you put a tom on there, then the neck would work. <laughs> that's true. You wouldn't have to shim anything or or sand anything down. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next ad. This is for a guitar that every now and then I lust after one, and it, it came up in a search in in downtown. Uh, Los Angeles. Lust is a sin. Little Tokyo. <laughs> well, I'm I'm in sin then. I hope <laughs> Jesus forgives me. Uh. <laughs> uh, it is for you. Should look these up as I'm I'm describing it, so you can see what they look like. It's a Yamaha SGV 800 Samurai in quotations. These are really interesting guitars with kind of an interesting history. Uh, they were designed in Japan. It's not like uh, in, in the uh, in the late 60s or early 70s right. or something like that. It's not one of these guitars where a Japanese company was trying to reproduce an American guitar. Like yeah. Yamaha set out to make their own thing and made something that's very interesting. It's got just kind of the wildest body shape you could imagine. It's got like this teardrop on the back end of it and then this weird like lower horn that comes down with a hook on the end and a, this weird kind of stubby top horn these are kind of sought after in the surf community because uh of their association with a japanese surf, surf guitarist named uh let's see if i can do this without butchering the name uh nope takashi teriyachi I, sometimes he just goes Good by enough. Terry. I'll call, okay. him, I'll call him Terry from now on. Okay. But he was in a band called Takashi Teriyachi and the Bunnies. How would you say it? I don't know. I can't see it. It's, you're probably saying it right. It's probably Takeshi. Takeshi Teriyachi. Whatever. Whatever. But the, he was a very uh, amazing surf guitarist. Very, okay. very fast. Very like technically proficient. Uh, a lot of high energy, kind of up tempo stuff. Right. But uh, these guitars are just wild. People love the trims on them. They have their like their completely own tremolo design. Like it's not anything you would see on anything else. Really unique pickup design. Completely different from anything else. Yeah. People say that they sound kind of similar to like what a jazz master sounds like. Sure. They have this this wild headstock shape on them. It looks like a like a hockey stick, like this. Yeah, they, long. It, it kind of reminds me of what Parker was doing, but for uh-huh. some reason, it, I feel like it works with this body shape. Yeah, in the Parker one, it's it's funny because like I I think the design is really similar, but on the Parker guitar, I feel like they were doing it to make something that looks really futuristic. Yeah. Whereas in this case, I feel like it just really fits the body shape. It literally looks like the handle to a samurai sword or yeah. something like that. Like yeah. it really fits where it was made, who it was made by. It fits who was playing it. It's this is a really cool guitar. Now is this the original issue or is no? This, a- this is a ninety three issue. Okay. Uh, I don't know what the originals go for, but I, they're 
they're not an inaccessible price, if I remember correctly. I don't. It's no. not like a vintage Fender. It's probably, right. You could probably get a '70s or a late '60s one for a couple grand. You're not going to be oh, yeah. in, like above 10k sort of thing. You're going to be I, like two or three grand. I used to see these guitars over at uh, Axis Music or yeah, whatever. They had them when these uh, were being produced. I think they're still being produced, but it's like import only yeah i've seen the well and some of the more recent ones i've seen that were being uh imported here were like basically uh i mean they were dumbed down it was the same they have the ones that have like strat hardware yeah it was the same body shape but it was like all strat hardware and it kind of reminded me of uh was it it's uh is it the Dan Electro Hodad yeah. guitars? Yeah. Where it's just like, why? Like, well, it just makes body shape. Strat. And, you know, it's, it's still neat to have that body shape with the headstock shape, uh, but then it's more a more accessibly priced thing. It's like, you can get those for like 150 bucks or 175 bucks. Yeah. But it'll have a Strat three pickup setup and a Strat trim on it. So if you're going for the look, you get one of these. This is up in LA for, for 575 right now. Uh, if it had been in San Diego, I probably would have been wrestling with going to get it or not. L.A.'s not that far. I know, but it's... Wait, wait, depends on which part of L.A. it's in. It's downtown. Oh, screw that. Little Tokyo. That's racist. No, it's not. That's what it says. Yeah, Japanese guitar in Little Tokyo. Well, there's Japanese guitars all over the place. That's true. What if I did I go there... I just wanted to say what that's I, racist. What if I did go there and it was being sold by, like a stereotype from a movie and like next to it was the little gosh. box with a mogwai in it and it's like oh do you want gosh. do you want the guitar or do you want this little guy and I'd be like i want those i want them both well you gotta I'd, you know, I'd be like i want the guitar and he's like okay well don't play it after midnight and don't get it wet and then you gotta be like what time zone <laughs> what, what time zone what midnight? time zone <laughs> yeah it's yeah. always after midnight somewhere that's true that's true okay well those are our ads. We don't have anything else for this episode. Do we want to get into the topic? Uh, yeah, let's do this thing. This isn't a, we, we keep getting uh, letters from Dougal. This is another one from our good friend Dougal. Cool. Yeah. It says, I've got a list is a subject. Oh, it says, Steve says, I've got a list. Hey, I did say that. Yeah. Hey, fellas. A few broadcasts ago, Steve said, if you've got $200, I've got a list. Let's show nuts, Steve. What? Let's see him, Steve. Uh, I'd rather not. Okay. You can put him away now. Okay. Uh, (laughs) So I think... What should I be looking for on Craigslist if I'm a beginner buying my first setup? Or an uncle buying little Johnny his first guitar? Or a novice ready to take the first step? Or Scott Stapp looking to add another act axe to my already wide open arms keep up the hot licks gentlemen summer is on the horizon and the sleeveless twisted sister shirt isn't going to wear itself signed Dougal so this is a bunch of questions asking us what we would do with $200 sure so I think this was in response to the episode where uh, it was about an amp wasn't it it? I think it was that Behringer GMX 210 right the one that like fell off a truck or something no you're thinking that PV the Valve King. Oh. So the Valve King was like the guy wanted 230. Right, right, okay. The Behringer GMX 210, that was the one where I made you read it in, in a southern accent. That's right. Yeah, I um, remember now. 
Behringer GMX 210, 2x10 speakers, 65 watts. All right. <laughs> um, and I said, if, if you got $200, I've got a list, and this amp isn't on it. Something like right, that. Right, right. And then you never said your list, no, Steve. I said, we'll, let's save that for another podcast. Okay. So um, so this is the challenge here is to come up with what we would spend $200 on sure. in different situations. Sure. So well, the first situation... Uh, if I'm a beginner buying my first setup, you've got 200 right. bucks. So the, the problem is, is doing a whole setup for $200 is, is hard. Um, you could make it happen. Maybe. Uh, if you're just looking, so first, I guess to address, address the inspiration originally, uh, the comment on the Behringer GMX 210, it's a variety of sounds, but I think if I just had $200 for an amp, um, actually, someone posted a perfect example of an amp I would get for $200 uh-huh. on our group recently, which is the PV Classic 20. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, that thing was, I think he had it listed for 170 bucks. Yeah, he found it like a pawn shop Normally, or they're, they eBay like 250 to 300 Yeah. Um, so for 200 bucks, uh, that amp, I, I've seen... If you're lucky, uh, Fender Pro Junior under $200, uh, the Fender um, Excelsior under $200, uh, Fender Champion 600, like all of these, like two sure. microamps, uh, AC4s. I think you can get under 200 bucks. Uh huh. Um, you know, these are all just amps. Yeah. Uh, if I was going to do like a full setup, like so, guitar. Are we talking? This is your full beginner setup. Like, full you, beginner you setup. You are just. A, you have decided that you want to learn to play guitar. Jeez. You're you're 13 years old. Or you're like in the navy or something, and you're so bored that you navy. got you got to have something to do other than play solitaire. You can sail the seven seas when you're not doing push-ups or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I can say right off the bat what I do with all right. What'd you do with two hundred? If I was a beginner and I had two hundred dollars and I knew uh, some things about buying guitars for some reason, okay, I would go out and I would just get whatever like the whatever cheap squire i could find or epiphone all right i'd try to get like a 75 dollar squire or epiphone off the used market okay so that would be a bullet or it would be you know sure bottom Ep- of the barrel epiphone, sort of thing les paul jr right something right like that even maybe something was just like a single humbucker in it or something like right. that. right and then i would go and i would buy a used line six combo amp like one of the little ones Okay, and so that would probably cost me another seventy-five bucks. I'd have fifty bucks left over. I'd go buy some books, or I'd buy a cable and a tuner. Well, with my extra fifty bucks, I guess you need a cable. You do need a cable, um, uh, but that would that would cover it for a beginner because then you've got you know your beginner amp that you can probably be set up to play all right. Yeah, you've got an amp that yeah it doesn't sound great, but it's going to give you a lot of different options. And it's going to be in like a digital modeling amp that you can be like, oh, do I want to sound like heavy metal? Do I want to sound like, you know, kind of like a country twang? Do I want to sound sure. like a British amp? Like it gives you some options and you're learning and it's neat to have those options when you're learning. Yeah. Um, I think I might go a little bit of a different direction. Sure. Um, what kind of beginner are you? What kind of beginner? Because I'm in the Navy, apparently. Apparently. Um, I don't know if I was... a. See, it's hard. It, it just depends on what you want to do. Um, you want to learn how to play I, guitar. You want to learn, so you just want to learn how to play guitar. Yeah. Uh, go buy an acoustic guitar. Get the there best acoustic guitar. Get, hey, my big baby Taylor was two hundred bucks. There you go. 
Done. Yeah. Uh, Acoustics are great for beginners. You um, can play them anywhere. If I was going to do like an electric rig, um, and I I knew how to find something good. Uh huh. Um, Squire, I probably wouldn't go with a bullet unless I could. Actually, I think I saw on our Craigslist recently a uh, Korean Squire for like one twenty five. Nice. I think it was a Korean Squire Telecaster for one twenty five. I don't remember. I might grab something like that and then shoot for the Line Six Pod XT Bean. Uh huh. So just the Bean, and then just play through that, like play through headphones. Through, through headphones. Um, and then once you know, once you got you know, spend your six months a year like doing that, and with even with the headphones, like you can hook it up to computer speakers sure, sure. if you want. You can do recording with uh, those. You They're can great record recording with that. Interfaces. Yeah, run it through your computer as an interface and just listen through your computer speakers. Uh, run it through your dad's thousand uh, dollar home stereo, Bose home stereo, and listen to yourself in surround sound. Yeah. Whatever, totally. Um, so I think I might go with that direction. Uh, go with like the modeling direction, but take it a step higher. I, I have, I've, I owned for a little bit one of those uh, the Spider Three fifteen yeah. watt. That thing was, I I I sold it. I almost felt bad selling it because I knew what I was selling. Right, um, one of those kinds of situations. But still, like but, think about what you had as your very very first guitar. Oh, I had a piece of crap. I Would you have cra- rather had the Spider? Um, as your first? I, I mean, know. I would have rather have maybe a Spider than the 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 crate. 15 yeah, well, one that's that I what had. I had was the crate the crate GFX fifteen. Yeah. <laughs> um, Steve just threw up a gang sign. Yeah, for I some don't reason. know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> We need uh, to do a video podcast at some point so oh people can see the stupid no, stuff that we do. No, the mis- then the mystique will be gone. <laughs> I guess people don't, like when they've seen pictures of us, they think that we're reversed. Like they think that I'm you and you're me. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> if we did a video, I'm saying that would ruin that. It would. Yeah. I Well, I've heard people say like there have been other podcasts that I know that have done like uh, like ten minute kind of like mini sure. mini cast kind of like for commercial purpose like for yeah, like, like a, a YouTube video reel. yeah highlight reel and some of the people it probably works for bringing in new listeners sure but then like people who have already listened to the podcast it just destroys <laughs> their perception <laughs> right um, so I mean. We have the YouTube channel now that we've been oh, doing yeah. reviews on, so we it might, talk about that. might be something cool to, to put up there. Yeah, you should. You guys should jump on YouTube and search for 60 Cycle Hum. We have a, a channel now. Uh, we've got a couple videos up. We've just been doing some really simple pedal videos. Is it YouTube.com slash 60 Cycle Hum? I haven't set anything like that up. Okay, because it's a really hard search to you search for 60 cycle hum because there's so many people that are like what's wrong with my amp yeah where's this hum coming from well we'll be posting links to the videos on the facebook group so you can check them out there uh you know it's it's not that hard you can figure it out yeah it took me a couple minutes did it yeah also anyway those ads are monetized the the videos are monetized so you're gonna see an ad sorry for that but if you want to help us out you can click that ad and uh, we'll get a few pennies or something. Yeah. How many clicks do we need to make money? No idea. <laughs> We've already got like 200-something plays on one of the videos, and we haven't made any money. So Dang. Yeah. 
All right, what's the what's the next two hundred dollar thing? Okay, this uh, this setting is for the scenario is an uncle buying little Johnny his first guitar. So this is your someone buying a new guitarist a guitar for two hundred dollars. You don't have to include anything else other than just a guitar. Just a guitar. Yeah. First guitar. What would you want as a gift from your from your uncle? And your name is Johnny. Man, I don't know. For two hundred um, bucks. Two hundred bucks guitar only. Uh, Squire Vintage modified something maybe. Yeah, yeah, that would um, be good. Because then you could get there around two thirty new. Yeah, you could squeeze you under two hundred. If you if you go to the store and you really like Bags. play up your haggling, right? They'll they might get you out the door for two hundred bucks. If you like pull open your wallet and there's cash in there, like I've only got two hundred dollars cash. They'll be like, oh, cash? Okay, we can do this under the table sort of thing. Do you remember what you paid for your Hammer XT? Uh, I think it was like 215 Yeah. That would be a, a great guitar. That would be... I mean, you don't see those that cheap every once in a while, or that often, but when you do... Uh-huh. And that was... that's I'm talking, that, talking about the Hammer Sun... I think it's the model was called the Sunburst. Yeah, the Sunburst. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I've which is funny because even when those guitars are just jet black, they're still called the Sunburst. Yeah, it's just the model. Idiots. <laughs> I can say I would, that about them because they're yeah. not a company anymore. I'd say for the money, if you can find a even a Slammer series, which is like their yeah. version of the Squire, for two hundred bucks, if you can get one of those, they outshine tons of other guitars. They're for great sure. guitars. They all come with Duncan Design pickups in them. Uh, the necks are really comfortable. Uh, you, I don't think you can find this typically fine because I got mine for two fifteen because it had some blemishes in it. Right. Uh, typically on the used market, they're two fifty to two seventy five. Yeah. But if you can find one around two hundred bucks, that's great. That would be a great uh, first guitar for a kid. It's going to have humbuckers in it. It's going to be a kind of a Gibson style with a tunematic. Uh, they do a lot of Strat stuff in the Slammer line, uh, and those are great guitars too. I helped, I actually helped someone buy their first guitar, and I got them one of those, mm-hmm. and I think it was only like 120 bucks. Yeah, they can be found pretty cheap. Uh, Slammer Series Hamer uh, is a full-on Strat knockoff. I played right. that th- that thing a bunch, and it felt great. Somebody posted one of these the other day. Uh, in a forum and it was kind of weird and I don't know how good it is because it it really depends but you can find them really cheap is um, when you can find them is the old uh, like MIJ knockoff like MIJ sub brands like Lotus yeah like someone posted a Lotus Stratocaster um, copy sometimes a while ago sometimes those can be really good Sometimes they can be yeah. really bad. I don't know why I didn't go with the easy choice from the beginning. It just slipped my mind, uh, which is PV Predator, which is the yeah. PV Strat copy. Oh, totally. Uh, which typically are, are usually under 200 bucks. Yeah, and you can find the older ones are USA. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're great. Those are great guitars. They're, they're, some of them are kind of like a crossover between a Strat and a Telecaster sort of thing. There's some that have like a Telecaster bridge on them. Oh, yeah. 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 Because yeah. it's some variation within the model. Uh, yeah, those are great guitars. There's really, it's really incredible how many, how much stuff there is in the $200 range right now. 
What are you doing, Steve? I don't know. <laughs> he was doing something weird with his mic. Uh, is that your vote for that? For the uncle? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, for a, a novice, ready to take the next step. So if this is someone buying a guitar for themselves, trying to upgrade, let's assume that this is the first kid who right. bought himself a $200 setup and the guitar was 75 bucks. Now he's looking for $200. Sure. I don't feel like this is going to be that different than the uncle. Yeah, yeah this is kind of the same, same Is this another scenario. $200 guitar? Um, you know what you but, could do? Okay, you go ahead. Sell your $75 guitar. Now you've got $275 Squire Classic Vibe. There you go. Boom. Boom. Or, or you know, if you really are into nameplates, uh, Fender Standard. Fender, sure. which is uh, made in Mexico. I mean, you if can you can do that for $275. If we're playing in a world where you can sell that original guitar, you can pick up any uh, Mexican Fender for that price, too. Yeah. Um, you can... Uh, I mean, I mean what, you can buy that import hammer that we were just yeah, talking when, about. Once you bump up to two seventy five, really, I like so, how we're gaming the system know, with this. I know. Um, <laughs> so two hundred dollars is a tough price point. I feel like the your options on guitars and amps really like show almost. I don't want to say exponential because I'm a scientist and I just. I don't like the 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 non specificity of that term. Okay. To say exponential, but um, so to use a more quali- qualified term, um, your guitar buying options and your guitar quality options grow by like let's say leaps and bounds. Oh, totally. Um, when you go from like two hundred to three hundred dollars, and then again from three hundred to four hundred dollars. And again, from four hundred to five hundred. By the time you hit, like, so from two hundred to three hundred, you're really moving from like budget, very budget, like first guitar oriented stuff, into more of like something that you buy and then you can modify as you move forward. Sure, you can get a really solid modding platform for three hundred bucks. Yeah, moving into like four hundred bucks, up to four hundred bucks, you start getting into like those same $300 guitars but the mods are already done because they're like the the delu- like the deluxe models sure. from those import lines. I am thinking of of like uh like the Fender modif- mod or modern player stuff. Okay. Uh the Well, that stuff new is more is closer to like 700. If you get it used, I guess you're in the well, 400 that's what to I'm 500. Thinking, like, I've, I've I was thinking the modern player stuff was like the modern uh, was player going Mustang. used down around four hundred, but I, I could be wrong. It depends on which model it is. Once you're up to five hundred bucks, Gibson SG. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gibson SGs are going under five hundred dollars right the, now. We've been saying for a while that uh, if you are interested in SGs, now's the time to yeah. get them because they're not popular, and they're you can get US ones for cheap right now. Yeah, because they're not making a lot of them, and the old ones, like people, are getting rid of them because everyone's going to Telecasters and Jazzmasters. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of weird. Um, but that'll but, come back. SGs will come back, you know, someday, three times a decade. Yeah, uh, a, a decade. The, yeah, for the rest of our lives, they'll come back a couple times a decade. Okay, um, but yeah, up and down, you know, it just opens up more options. Like once I think once you get 
into the three to four hundred dollar range, you've just opened up like all of Schecter's oh, like yeah, totally. mid grade stuff. Schecter's which is, are great guitars, which too. are great guitars. They're very like they they all have that kind of metal look to them. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're solid feeling. That. But they they're feel great. Your hands. Yeah, they're, they have a uh, they have a really solid construction, quality parts. Yeah, for the price point, they're great guitars. Yeah, you just you open up entire brands once you hit the four four to five hundred dollar mark. You open up like. PRS, the PRS SE stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some, some, the old Fender Japan stuff can go four to five hundred dollars. Yeah. I mean, if you've got, you know, I'd say that there's if some you're, options there. If you're got four to six hundred dollars, you can go and buy something new and be doing all right, and then you can go and buy something used and be doing great. Yeah, yeah. Like in that price point, you know. Um. So yeah, so two hundred dollars if you're looking to upgrade it. If that first guitar you got, I mean, if you have the, if you got that, like we said, for seventy five, you can bounce up to two seventy five, right? Uh, or the other option might be maybe you got something really solid seventy five that you're comfortable with, and you can just dump that two hundred dollars into upgrades. I'm usually not. I wouldn't recommend not, putting two hundred dollars worth of upgrades into a seventy five dollar guitar. I don't either, but people do it a lot. People yeah. do it all the time, and, and then I, they put it on Craigslist, and then we make fun of them. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. Uh, so, what was the last? Is that the last scenario? Uh, the last setting is a Scott Sapp uh, a scenario where you're looking to add another axe to an already to my already wide open arms. So, let 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 me adjust this scenario. I don't think you need two hundred dollars for an axe. They sell those at Home Depot for like thirty or forty bucks. <laughs> Here's a scenario. Let's forget the two hundred dollar thing. Let's say that you're already. Uh, you know, an experienced musician, and sure. and but you've already got like a couple guitars, but you've got that hole in your collection. Uh, let's say, let's say four hundred dollars. What are you going to get? Let's say you've already got a, a humbucker guitar. You've already okay. Got, so you've got this stuff, you know, like a, a, uh, a setup. So I'm going to turn this even further. Well, let's let's put it this way. Let's, let's say that this the Scott Stapp scenario is a guy who's already gone through all the rest of this stuff and so all that stuff he already has so right. he's sitting on like $500 worth of stuff and he could sell it and add add 200 bucks to it. Oh, so it's like 700 bucks or yeah. or 400 bucks. Let's call it 700 bucks. 700 bucks. Let's say what what do you do? So you, I was going to say like if you already have a good guitar like maybe at this this is a point where you've got something maybe you shouldn't add to the collection. Maybe you should just go out and get like a a Strymon Mobius or like yeah. Or like a EHX Pog, like just get something weird. Yeah, get something weird. Get something that like maybe. You... That's kind of where we are. Like we yeah. have a bunch of stuff, and like the things that we're buying now is just weird stuff that we want to yeah. try. Get something that you you want to try. Get something that maybe you won't use a lot, but you can say like someday I might want to do something with this. Yeah. That's kind of so the the. Well, here's here's what you say. Let's go back to the two hundred dollar thing. Sure. Say you've already got a bunch of guitars. You've got two hundred dollars. That's kind of where we are. Right. Where we'll we've got our guitars that we're happy with that are our you know everyday players that are you know we know that we use these in the scenarios that we play music, but every now and then like that Dan Electro pops up on Craigslist, right? Or that really like funky import pops up, you know? Yeah. This is the that two hundred dollars is your disposable. I want to try a weird thing. Guitar. Okay. So like if for me it would be like. Oh wow! Look at that cool old Tisco. Yeah, it's like two hundred twenty-five bucks. I'm gonna go pick that up for you. It might right. be like, oh, look at that weird, like a uh, honer take on a Telecaster. Yeah, I feel like there's something really obvious that I have seen. 
that I thought, oh, I would. Oh, remember that Les, that guy that was selling like this Les Paul. I forget. I forget what the make was. It was like some weird Les Paul copy, but it had like a Gretsch pickup in it. We talked about it on the podcast of like maybe a dozen episodes ago. I don't remember. Uh, you know what? He's looking through his book. Yeah, He's uh, it notes. just says LP project. We actually talked about it in episode four. Uh, Whoa, that's a long time ago, yeah. Steve. That was a le- that was uh, twenty one episodes ago. It was. So I don't have any other information on what it. was. On it. Uh, Is that the one that had the the tremolo on it? I don't think so. Let's not talk about this. We yeah. obviously don't remember. Um, uh, two hundred bucks. You know what? Uh, can you get a Squire Base Six for two hundred bucks? I think so. I think they're pretty cheap. Yeah, I might go like something like that. Yeah, something weird. I, I think that would that's an itch I could scratch for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This that's what that this is. This is like that scratch and itch kind of scenario. Yeah, let me see. Uh, what have you got I, there? Honestly, a like catalog? under two hundred bucks, I tend to think uh, more about weird amps and weird. Uh, I'm fl- if you hear this, I'm flipping through the Sweetwater catalog. Oh, nice. Uh, at two hundred bucks, I tend to think more about weird amps and, and like pedals uh, and stuff. Pedals and stuff. So the vintage modified Base Six is three fifty new. Oh, so you, I don't know if it oh, it's three fifteen. Yeah, that's for the Squire one. That's for the Squire oh, okay. one. So maybe that's not going to happen. Yeah. You know what I would do if I had two hundred bucks for a do? gear right now? I'd put like another fifty bucks in there, and I'd buy one of those uh, Electro Harmonics B threes. Oh, the B six, the B nine. B is it a B nine? B nine, yeah. It's the the organ pedal. Yeah, everyone's talking about those. Everyone's sharing the videos on those. Yeah, well, that's what those I was gonna look, say. Like, those maybe look that's cool, man. I could use that. I could use that in my surf band, like the like an organ sound. Yeah, definitely. When I think of two hundred bucks, I I there are certain guitars, like you said, like you look for that weird one weird guitar. Yeah, but like a at two hundred bucks, or... I start thinking more about effects. Sure, and more about like maybe like weird, like weird amps, uh, or think you know the guy that's got like a old Alamo tube amp from the sixties or something like that. Totally, that's like you know it's a one by eight speaker, and you think like maybe this thing turned up to ten. After I stick a fork through like a portion of the cone, <laughs> will get me like that '60s like just nasty yeah. fuzz fuzz amp tone. Totally. Um, or you know, like you said, like the B9, like that. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about that pedal because that that video has been, at least in the guitar world, I I, I think you could say it's gone viral. Yeah, everyone's posting that video. Everyone's yeah. losing their mind over it. Um, so that's kind of like a really cool thing. It's basically this pedal that is designed to sound like a Hammond B3. And uh, in the the video is really cool because the guy is playing, you know, like all of these classic, or you know, organ and kind of synthy, uh-huh. not synthy, but like electric piano yeah. or organ licks like Green Onions was Booker T and the MGs. Yep. Um, or I think he played some stuff from the by the doors. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But played he was, like some church organ stuff. Yeah. And, but he was playing all of these songs that you recognize as classic '60s organ parts. But he's playing guitar. Yeah. 
So I thought that was a really cool video. It'll be interesting to see when people get their hands on it and start making their own videos, like how it actually holds right. up. Like if there's any, if it does any weird stuff, if you do bends or, or things like that. Cause the video is just very straightforward playing and very much trying to nail the organ. Yeah. Playing. I felt like, uh, there, you know, I felt like there are a couple spots in the video where I, something about the, the tracking seemed a little off. I don't know if it was the tracking or something about the tone. Just I don't yeah. know. It was kind of bugging me a little. But then the guy did so many cool things with it that I was like, yeah. the, having one shortcoming when you're doing six or seven other really cool things. Sure. Uh, you know, it's going to be one isn't of something to get stuck on. It's got it's got knobs so you can blend the guitar signal into it right. too. I, I have a feeling people are going to be doing really interesting things with that pedal. Yeah. It's expensive too. I've never spent that much on a pedal, but I'm tempted. Once I see what other people are doing with it, I might, <laughs> I might be picking one up off the used market, you know? Sure. Sure. If they're on the used market, if people love them, they might not make it there. Ah, uh, something, they always make them. Yeah. Always yeah. Make it to the That's used true. Market. EHX is going to sell like the returned, uh, pedals on the I don't know <laughs> I wish <laughs> if I would, you know what if I was a manufacturer I would just what do they do with pedals that get, I guess they repair them and they send them back to people yeah. but every once in a while you got to figure that somebody sends a pedal back and was like I just want to refund uh, I don't know maybe they send it home with employees you know or something I guess the manufacturers don't really handle that um, and it yeah. just and you know people just return them to Guitar Center and ends up in but like think, the used section I think the retailers do send stuff back sometimes. Yeah. I don't know. I want to know what Planet Waves does with all the cables that people return. They melt them all down and start over. <laughs> probably. <laughs> no, they I mean, they, they probably harvest do. all the copper out of them and sell it. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, when you pay 20 bucks for a guitar cable, how much is the copper worth inside It's probably of only worth like 2 bucks. A lot of times it's not even copper, so... Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well... Should we uh, try to wrap up the episode? Yeah, let's do this thing. We're at 50 minutes. It's Whatever. a little short, but that's fine. Well, this is normal yeah. if, you know, once you attack on the song. Well, we don't have a song this week. Oh. Yeah. What, what happened? This is uh, the fault of our listeners. Is so, it? That's who we get to blame Some of our on. listeners have sent more than one song. We just yeah, said no. Yeah, but I don't have those queued up to talk about them. Here's what we'll do. We'll find a song. It'll either be one of the the, the songs from uh, who is it? Like Isaac Vining, Isaac or Cody, or and something. Cody had sent us songs, and we said that we'd uh, we'd play them when we were desperate, and that's that's now. That's now. We're desperate. We'll track those down, and we'll pick one of them, and we'll put them at the end of this episode. And we're sorry that we don't have the information to talk about them. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to this and you're like, well, they don't have songs. I don't want to submit my songs. Well, let's submit your songs. Yeah. Uh, email on. us uh, one or two MP3s to 60cyclehumcast at gmail.com. Yep. Uh, or jump on the Facebook group and talk to us. And we'll tell you to do that same thing because we yeah. like to get them in the email. Yeah. Uh, don't send us anything. That we can't download. Yeah, don't like send us to a SoundCloud or a Bandcamp that we can't download off of. We need to have the MP3. Word. So it's better for you to email it. Uh, other than that, uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Yep. Tell all your friends and your enemies and your parents and your sister yeah, and your brothers. If you love this podcast, tell all your friends. Yeah, I mean, we want... If you hate this podcast, tell all your enemies. If you love this podcast, tell all your enemies, and then maybe they won't be your enemies anymore. Yeah, totally. 60 cycle hum 
bring world peace since 2014. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been Big 25. Thanks yep. for listening. Uh, here comes whatever song you found. Yeah. Enjoy it.